Katie, happy birthday. Oh, not my birthday. No, not to you, to Florence Pugh. Oh, happy birthday, Florence Flo. I graduated with an engineering degree. I fooled them all. <laughs> because she's a real phony. Because she honestly believes all this phony junk that she believes. I mean it. Yeah, no, we're like friends, I guess. I don't know. Friends? I guess. We're collaborators. To you. <laughs> it's to you. To you. <laughs> I like that we call her by her nickname. Cause like, I wanna be friends with her. <laughs> we are friends with her. Thank you, yeah. <laughs> that's it, that's the cold open. <laughs> I just wanted to that wish her good. a happy birthday in case, you know, she's listening. Just um. in case, yeah. Oh, I love Florence Pugh. She's Why is she also like, I keep thinking she's older than she is. She's 24. She's we could easily three years older than me, Malu. She's three years older than me. And she's already in a partnership with Zach Braff. She's in how many Greta Gerwig movies? Okay, one. She's, but also she's in Midsommar and, and she has a whole career, she okay? She has to be friends with Harry Styles. I just know it. Yeah, they're definitely friends. Uh, why are they ever hanging out on Instagram together? Because Harry Styles is not very active on Instagram and I can go into that later. You know That's what? part of the One Direction thing. That makes me appreciate him more now. I was going to actually say respect. That's, that's That was the word I originally was going for. That makes me respect him also. I mean, he I just like keeps away. I mean, Flo is very active. She's very open yeah. about her life. Her yeah, beautiful house. I feel like it's different. It's somehow different in my mind. And I don't. I cannot explain why because there's no actual difference at all. But Flo descended from the heavens. Um, and now we can start girl. the episode. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to AP Film. Taught by film school professionals. Sorry, I was drinking um, water. <laughs> good. No, you came in right on time. What are you talking about? I feel like they heard my little slurp of water. Sorry, guys. Oh, maybe. Good. You know what? Good. We're all natural here. Drinking water That's is right. human nature. Hydrate or die, uh -huh. bitch. All right. Like that. Okay. <laughs> Going into 2021 I... with that energy. Yes. Oh, wait. This is the first episode of the new year. Oh, Not that well, we made a big new deal year, about Malu. the last one. That was the last one of I the 2020. Forgot. But happy new yeah. year. Happy new year, Malu and students and all dear listeners who listen to us. That was beautiful. That was... You're really <laughs> thank articulate. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, I am Katie Commence. I'm going into 2021 with as a filmmaker, as a writer, as a director. You name it, I got it. Great, and I am Malumirones. I'm your other professor, and I've officially written by myself on my own time my first small script. So I'm officially <gasps> calling myself a writer. I say fuck it. Yay! Uh, round of applause, round of applause, round of applause. Um, I also I'm so like proud storyboarding, of you. and I do digital illustrations. It's yeah, she does. Look at me yeah, trying to change does. my and title let me tell again. You, let me tell you guys, I read her first script, mm -hmm. and it's a good one. Hopefully. <laughs> Few people have a good first script. I was not one. And yet, Malu, you are, <laughs> and I'm proud. I cheers I you. you to that. You're my mother now. Now that you've, now that you've said you're proud of me, you've become my mother. I will continue bullying you as a friend, but as a mother. I know. I will say thank okay. you, mother. Sure. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> I... <laughs> The bullying, I know, will never, never go away. But that's just so. affection from me, you know. Okay. Wow. 
Welcome to our last and final episode of the holiday season. Amala, what is this episode? Well, today we're going to be looking at some new films that came out in 2020, which yes. could be the next or up-and-coming Christmas classics for the so future generations. So would you generations. say it's the new classics, question Oh mark? my god. Wait, isn't that the song from... Another Cinderella story. You're the You're new, new classic. classic. I don't classic. even need you to finish it. You're, You're the, the new P-Y-T. Stands for a paid young. young. Taking, taking on the world from the driver's seat. seat. Name any Selena Gomez movie and I've, I've memorized the entirety of it. <laughs> just, I love Another Cinderella story so much. We're not going to go into it's that. It's so cause good. I, yeah, because we will ramble on it for like an hour. Oh my god. That will be an episode oh of itself. Um, <laughs> yep, but today, yep, yep. today the episode is about... Two films that came out in 2020 that I think were, like, notable new holiday movies. Absolutely notable, yes. <laughs> Representation. We are happy. We are proud. Also, we are all, allies. Yeah, also, all so the, excited. All the movies that we saw for the past weeks were very, like, you know, older, except for Klaus. We're all, you know, older, sort of established yeah. holiday classics. And these are the new ones. We have to look to the future. What are the future generations hey. going to watch when they think of the holiday classics from their youth? Yeah, honestly, Klaus, Jingle Jangle and the Happiest Season, really not, not a, a bad start for new classics. At all. Honestly, I think I'm going to watch Jingle Jangle every season, and I am very, yes. very okay with the idea of the Happiest Season having a sequel. I'm just putting it out there because they said that they're thinking about it. I'm very... Are they really? By the way, the movies, that we're, that. The, the movies that we're doing today are Jingle Jangle and the Happiest Season. That's right. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. And you know what? I really, really hope the sequel is focused on Jane, whoever Dan Levy's character was, oh. and Aubrey Plaza's character. I, I love, want those three to be up in front of me the whole time. Everything they were fantastic. Great. We're going to go into her character in a bit because there's so many things I want to mention about her character specifically Who, that I thought. Or Aubrey. Uh, Aubrey Plaza. Riley. But yeah, this is the movies that we're doing, but before, Before we do we that, I feel yeah. like I feel like we have to ask something of you, class. You know, this holiday season, mm -hmm. the one thing we wanted for Christmas, and I'm not sure if you gave it to us, so we're giving you an extended deadline to give us this That's gift. Right. Yes. Go to Apple Podcast. Yeah. Leave us a review. Tell us you love us. Tell us you hate us. Say that we have annoying voices. I don't care as long as you leave something. Bad publicity is still publicity. That's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. Britney Spears knows. She's been through it all. <laughs> I love her. God. Are we comparing ourselves to Britney Spears? Hell yeah. A little bit. Will we shave our heads? No, no. Maybe. Oh. We'll see how 2021 well, goes. I don't know who the maybe's <laughs> for. It's definitely not for me. Listen, I like it. second quarantine? I mean, what do you got to lose? I can't do it. I make fun of my dad so much for being bald. <laughs> I, in the nicest way. My dad I and I make fun either. of each other a lot, but I can't. He would make fun of me back, and I just I couldn't but allow listen, him that. To any and all who can, who can rock. do the bald <laughs> yeah. look, I'm proud of you. I am. You're beautiful in a way that none of us will ever be. That's right. It, you really are. Ruby Rose, so. I'm looking straight at you. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Say it again. <laughs> also, one of the... Oh, my God. Okay, this is rambling, but, like, one of the witches Ramble. from Sabrina, the Teenage Witch, like, the new one. Wait, wait. I am watching that again. You know how many... It's been two years I've been in and out of watching this show, and now I only watch it for the aesthetic. And that is it. I think it has it's a fun so aesthetic. Good. I just think it got the very much the similar Riverdale treatment where like the first season was like pretty okay. Honestly interesting. Didn't expect it to be that good. And then everything after just kind of went downhill where it was like, we can make more than one good season. Yay. 
so I just abandon it on the whole. I still love everyone in that cast. I think it has a That's fantastic right. cast. That's right. It's not a good show, it's a, but it's not a good. It's show. a terrible show. I'm not. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm gonna be upfront about it. It's a very not good show. But what a I won't cast, say terrible. Am I right? It's a not good show. Yeah, but the cast, stellar. The aesthetics, stellar. I literally only am watching the show. I'm continuing it and wasting <laughs> my time to see the future aesthetics and also the visual effects before that the lenses that they use i need to actually go into it and research it i am such a bitch for the way so many like whenever like sabrina's in a vision of some sort Mm -hmm. and it's so I, I can't even describe it because you know what I'm talking about. And it's I'm not gonna. All right, all right. I'm I, done. I saw I'm this done. when it came it's out. So good. And I benched it. I really don't know what you're talking about. Imagine if <laughs> that's too bad because like everything is good about the show except the story <laughs> and the character. Oh wait, you know what? I heard a lot of people say writing. that about um. Sorry, it's just I have the, the exact same comment about Wonder Woman 1984, and we're not here to talk about Wonder Woman 1984, but they're completely or correct. Sabrina, or so no. or Sabrina. Where we're going? Yeah, and way so we're gonna topic. move on. In other words, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a review, tell us how much you hate our tangents. Go to our Instagram at yes. Film School Professionals and like yeah. all of our pictures, but leave hateful comments. Yeah, Just kidding. Spread positivity. Leave us mixed messages on how you feel. <laughs> leave us strange backhanded <laughs> compliments that we'll be looking yes. at for hours trying to figure Malu out. Malu and I if- will screenshot them, put them all over the internet, mm-hmm. and <laughs> do a poll on what people think it means. Make a radio professor about <gasps> us. Use the comment section. We should section do that. Ask your, radio- your professor for us. We'll be kicked off the website yeah, for sure. Most likely. That would be fun. We don't have credentials. But Malu, <laughs> I... Have a nice breaker for you oh to it begin was this episode. Cold in here. Let's fucking do it. I know it was. Are you chilly? Are you ready? I'm, chilly I'm gonna now. break it. Do it. I'm gonna warm it up. Are you ready to be warm? I'm so ready. Okay, good. And we need a fireplace going. Okay. Which character from the happiest season would you want to have wine with? That's... I wrote this question while drinking wine and thinking about the movie. Very nice. <laughs> um, I don't, I don't want to say it's easy, but like I'm sorry if it's not Riley, aka Aubrey Plaza, what would be the correct answer? I know. I like, know. Wouldn't she just fix? Her I have life? a different answer, actually. <gasps> oh my god. Okay. Well, mine's Aubrey Plaza because I really feel or okay. Riley. That's her character name. I no, really feel Aubrey. like she would fix my life. Like I'm not expecting her to. But I feel like in converse in conversation, she would say something so enlightening, and I'd just be like. Wow. And also, after her telling her story of like how she was essentially forced to come out by Harper, oh my God, by the way, not I cool. I would yeah. have loved, I like, I really just wanted to like, I, I saw that and I like through the screen, I just wanted to hug her. I was like, oh my God, I am so yeah. sorry. Or just like get drunk with her and like be like, fuck Harper. That would be woo. so fun. Yeah. Because I just, she was such a good person. Like she really did not deserve that treatment and she was so kind to Harper mm-hmm. as well. I was like, oh my God, you really are the, like the best person moral person in this movie like you're just such a good person i could combat that i combat that although it's probably just the same plane i wouldn't (laughs) say combat that i would say the only person that meets the same plane my my choice is jane because she is as chaotic slash more chaotic as i am i know that is my exact reaction to her the whole movie my mom and i my mom and I watched this movie together last night, and uh, the whole time we just everything she said, anything that happened, we we're just like, "Oh, poor Jane! <laughs> she got stuck in the fucking basement." Mm-hmm. Like, are you kidding? They 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 gave up 
with her after preschool? Like, are you that kidding me? That made me so sad. And she's a novelist, and she's chaotic and fun and supportive, and I would That's love great. to get drunk with her. Yeah. The things that I think Jane and I would creatively accomplish <laughs> with some wine, I think would be outstanding. You know, yeah, actually, <laughs> I feel like... I feel like we couldn't have picked better matches. Like, I feel like no, you I perfectly know. vibe with that character, you know, with Jane. And not oh, to, yeah. like, self-diagnose myself. <laughs> no, you do. You but I feel like I perfectly with vibe with Riley. Y'all y'all would have some dark fun. That's for sure. See what? I, I want to meet Aubrey Plaza. I love my fucking heart and soul. I love you, Aubrey. She's cool. She's really, really cool. Isn't she? I don't think I've ever seen her in something and being like, oh, she wasn't that good in that. Like, everything she's I been know. in. She, I know. She, I, yeah yeah no she's a star she's a star do you know how old she is because i don't but she Aged looked older timeless. than i originally imagined her to be in this movie timeless ageless she's just existing okay she's beyond our reality that's malu's version of i don't know <laughs> that's so. her version of i don't know but i think she's amazing <laughs> i just picture her as like the whatever i think what is she like 18 in parks and rec <laughs> You know, I've actually never I fully think. seen Parks and Rec. I've seen scenes specifically <gasps> of her character just because what? I like her. You, Malu, haven't seen all of Parks and Rec? I think you, you would think vibe that. well with Leslie Nope and the gang. You'd think. I've seen a few episodes. I just, like, I don't know. I don't know. Aubrey Plaza makes the show. Aubrey Plaza and Chris Pratt make the show, for sure. That's what I've heard, and I do like her, but I also know that they don't get together until, like, way later, and I'm just lazy sometimes. When it comes I don't to think that. so. It's not. I'm pretty sure way later is, like, maybe season two or three and i'm lazy what just skip the first season i know and then That's once the you like I it you can go back that. i can't skip seasons i am well, fully against skipping seasons except except, except for gossip when, girl except for when you've started and you get lazy yes because the show gets better so you done. skip to the last one which essentially is what i did with glee and gossip girl Yep. Glee yep. Very I never bothered with Glee, but that's what I did with Gossip Girl. Okay, true. That was a test. You're never <laughs> supposed to skip the first season. You have to struggle your way through it and hope that it gets better. Exactly. Anyways, <laughs> back to the holidays? The holidays. Right? Yeah. Which one would you like to introduce, Mallow? Can I please introduce Jingle Jangle? The movie made me so happy. Yes. <laughs> it was my everything. Okay. Hello, Go class. Ahead. So the first movie we're doing this year, Jingle Jangle, is a 2020 musical. Uh, it was written and directed by David E. Talbert. I just want to say this man's amazing. I don't. I have never seen anything from him, but I was fucking enchanted. Um, and he graduated NYU, so hey, woohoo! <laughs> um, Ooh, alumni connections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he's also a playwright, which explains a lot of what he did. <laughs> that does. Yeah. Yes. The film starts uh, Magdalene Mills as Journey, which she's like a she's like a new actress. I'm very. She was fucking talented as hell. Also, Felicia Felicia Rashad as Grandma Journey. That's, you know, Journey when she's older. Forrest Whitaker as Geronica's Jangle. Keegan-Michael Key as Gustafson. Gustafson. Great, great. That was awesome. Thank you. Ricky Ricky Martin as Don Juan Diego. I was so happy with that character because I love Ricky Martin and I hadn't seen him in something in a minute. I I have never heard Ricky Martin's name in an accent before. That's the thing. I was about to say it in like my English accent, but I can't say Ricky Martin because it sounds fucking dumb to me. Because it's Ricky Martin. Is that how I said it? I Did know. I say it like I don't that? know if that's how you said it. I just, in my head, it just autocorrects to Ricky Martin. She's like, Ricky Martin. <laughs> Ricky Martin. <laughs> I told you on Slow Readers. Everyone go listen to Slow Readers and leave in a review on Apple Podcasts. Yes. Plug. <laughs> I told Malu on Slow Readers when uh, her 
uh, her Zoom and Wi-Fi was going out. That Gabe gave me permission to speak as Malin, and so I, I spoke as a, a nice little southern belle. Because, of course, and I have a like deep southern accent. <laughs> yeah, it's Ricky Martin. Yeah, exactly. Ricky Martin. Okay. That wasn't it, but a good job. Thank you. As I was saying, Ricky Martin as Don Juan Diego, although John Labe, 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 sorry. Can't uh, tell you. He he was the, the model for the motion. He was the actor for the motion capture of the character. Kieran L. Dyer as Edison. Lisa Davina Phillip as Miss Johnston. Although Marsha Wallace did the singing voice for that character. Annika Nani Rose as Jessica Jangle. I'm so happy. I hadn't seen her in a movie since Princess and the Frog. And as soon as I heard her voice, I was like, <gasps> Tiana. That's why I know her. I know her. She just Thank sings in a, like, a different register in this movie. But her talking mm-hmm. voice is Tiana. And I was like, her first oh line, God. I was like, oh, Tiana, it's you. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. I couldn't put my finger on it. You're so welcome. So yes, the queen, Annika Nani Rose as Jessica Jangle, Hugh Bonville as Mr. Delacroix, Justin Cromwell as young Geronicas, Diana Bobikova as young Jessica, Sharon Rose as Joanne, which was Geronicas' uh, wife, and last but most certainly not least, Tobias Pope as Body 3000. Fucking adorable little robot. You are thorough in your cast introductions. I am. And I was missing two people in here, the two kids. I can't find their names. I'm sorry, kids. (laughs) There's a lot of characters in this. I know, but they were the, the, every, every, every character I mentioned meant something to me. So I had to include them. I just, they're everything. (laughs) Good. (laughs) And And on the other hand, the happiest season, it's fan, it's, it's, here we go. 2020 <laughs> rom-com, y'all already know. Yeah. Directed by, how do you, do you know how to say her name? Clea? Is it Clay? Is it Clea? Oh, I don't know. I'm guessing. Oh, It'd be God. cool if it was Clea. It's a cool name. I hope it's Clea. Clea. Ah, it's not Clea. It's probably not Clay. I'm going to say Clea and have my fingers crossed. Gabe. Yeah. Big rip if I'm not. Clee Duvall and written by her and Mary Holland. It's starring Kristen Stewart as Abby, Mackenzie Davis as Harper, Allison Brie as Sloane, Mary Holland as Jane, Aubrey Plaza as Riley, Dan Levy as John, Mar Steenbergen as Tipper, Victor Garber, a classic, mm-hmm. as Ted, Jake McDormand as Connor, and Bud Mosley as Eric. I don't know why I said it like that, but it made me. Bud Mosley, what a name. That sounds very similar to Ted Mosby. So that's where my brain went. The dude. I would would like us, and this is all I'm going to say, we'll talk about it. We'll talk about it later. Okay? Yeah. I think on Instagram, we need to have a poll. Of Kristen Stewart, good or bad. I'll gladly make it. I'm I love her. Great. I know. We know. I feel like that makes sense I do for not. my personality. Like, if I told that to somebody, I feel like they wouldn't be surprised at the fact that I like Kristen Stewart Oh, I wasn't surprised. I no, just, I wasn't surprised. I, I was disappointed, but I wasn't surprised. The new Christmas classics, question mark? Who knows? Which one are we going to dive into first, Malu? Well, I say Jingle Jangle just because I like doing chronological things, and this is the movies that came out first. They both came out in November, okay. but this one came sure. out first. All right. Well, I think we'll dive deeper then. 
This movie was great. Great kids movie. The representation. It, this is the Christmas movie we've needed for so, so long. Basically forever. <laughs> and I I loved it. I thought the writing was really good, frankly. And That's I mean, so the rest, I couldn't get over the set design the whole time. I was awing over it. The I don't even care what was real and what was fake. Yeah. It was so good. So well done. Mm-hmm. And also... I don't like modern day visual effects with kids stuff. It, it kind of creeps me out. They kind of like go over the top with it. This one didn't do that that badly. I thought this was like it didn't make me sick, you know? <laughs> yeah. It was like it wasn't too much of anything. It was like kind of just the right amount. Although I I don't know. I just hate that everyone just relies on digital visual effects, you know? And, and you can tell like when you watch something you're like that's not real sometimes <laughs> when it's not you know like yeah, the yeah. fire and, and, and all that you know like that was a little oh, was a little okay. much oh I like that I, that's the thing I, I feel like this is the type of movie that did the correct job in the way that you should be using CG help yes yes it did that's why it didn't make me sick exactly which is good but you know it's like little moments where I'm like alright maybe clean it up I don't know but anyways <laughs> a bit, maybe. but yeah I know my, my only thoughts on it were were that really oh the, the cast the cast phenomenal so you good. couldn't have gotten a better cast frankly it was so good and i just really like that it was just such a good good like wholehearted film mm-hmm. you know like it was it's, it was everything that like adults and kids i think kids could enjoy it more than adults can i definitely got bored it was way too long <laughs> way too long they yeah. they should have cut like a half hour from it and aside from that, though, I think it was it was still good. But yes, those are those are my main thoughts. I'll let you dive a little bit deeper. No, I, I definitely agree. I think it was just such a like, like the the way that I would describe this movie is awesome and wonderful in the sense of like it made it gets you in awe, just like wow, this is so magical and wonderful in the sense that it's just fucking full of wonder. <laughs> Yeah, um, it makes you feel the magic. That's for sure. Exactly. Like like seeing the seeing like little journey do her. Her math. I really like that the oh, math was I real. I loved that. But also not real. Like, it was the perfect blend of, it like, real, real math. Look, but, like, they used some, like, real <laughs> things, like, sign and shit like that. I mean, like, they they used the word. That's, like, they just used a bunch of words. I was laughing at every time they mentioned math because they but used a bunch it. of words. I know, Matt. It's my favorite type of math, the fake one. No, I no, <laughs> and I I would never ever want them to do anything real. I like I liked the math mm. included in it because yeah. I mean, and also as especially as like a female, you're watching a female oh. child. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and she wants to do math and stuff, and I, I think that's really cool. And being an, an inventor and stuff, yeah. it was still goofy, but I I liked that so they mixed like. They mix like actual numbers and math with they were like the square root of impossible. I love I'm it. like that's hilarious. I love it. Yeah, it's a it's a type of like blend of fiction and reality that I'm so attracted to all the time. Yeah. Um and I feel like okay, like there was many movies that like kept going through my mind as I was thinking of this and I was thinking about it, like if you read the script originally, like what would you put as sort of like the comps of like, you know, what movies or other materials you think this one resembles or is in the, along the same line of the big time greatest showman i put the great like i would put the greatest showman but that's more for like a different reason but for, as far as like oh. plot and oh, feeling you mean plot wise yeah oh so like for me mm-hmm. maybe like the santa claus mixed with it's mixed with something else i can't think of it at the moment but it's definitely a santa claus mixed with something 
the Santa Claus meets the greatest showman okay. for me. Okay. Maybe. I'll raise you those two and give you okay. the perfect okay. trifecta of the movies that oh, throughout the entirety of Jingle Jangle. Yeah. The Holy Trinity, okay. if you will. Sure. The Polar the Express. The Polar Express. Yes. <gasps> We're good. <laughs> right here. Damn. Fucking We're good. Dude. We're, yeah. We really are. Yeah, it really was that one that, like, that one is because of the very, like, distinct aspect of belief and wonder and just, like, you know, yeah. all you need to do is belief. Like, you know, it's very wholesome. And they somehow never stranded or landed themselves fully in cheesy, which is so hard to do where you're it using words like wonder. And, oh, you have to believe. Like, it's so tough to do that. But they did it in such a spectacular way because they created a universe that really was surrounded by it and lift that reality to the point where I couldn't not be like couldn't not embrace that aspect of the movie. It was just so natural yes. for the, the the world they built and I admire that. Then Hugo. Hugo is one of my it's such an underrated fucking movie. Martin Scorsese. I haven't seen it. It's about the little child and it's about uh George Melia and it's fucking amazing and it's all okay. about mechanical shit. And it has cool. the same aesthetic as this of like mechanical stuff and actually building stuff and the magic of engineering, I guess. Um, no, you're an engineer. Ha <laughs> ha. <laughs> um, and then the third one, this is a little out of the box for this, but I have my reasons. The okay. first Narnia movie, which by the way, I, I fucking that. love. I can see that. It's that little sense of like childlike wonder of like, you have to believe in these things for them to be there and you have to make the right choices. Like, it really was that, and this is purely from an aesthetic story point of view, from like the musical point of view, definitely Greatest Showman. And you can tell that it's this new sort of musical that's forming, where like the songs sound pretty similar. The choreographer is actually the same guy. Um, his name is Ashley Wallen, and you can tell that the choreography was the same. Because it's a very distinct sort of choreography that I love. I think it was very like nice to watch, and it's very theatrical. But you can definitely tell that it's the same person doing the choreos, because a lot of things overlapped with The Greatest Showman. But yeah, those are my three comps for like movies that I really think that sort of appear in Jingle Jangle, spread throughout, okay. and just really felt magical. Yeah. All right. I could see that. Sure. I love it. What a movie. It really it just made me so happy. Like, it really, like, I cried. I cried at the end. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. Everyone's we... so happy. Yeah. No, I, I, re I like the, it was, it was just the right amount of depth I, f I think for the movie, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the, the emotional parts where where Gramps over here pulled the notebook what? style mm -hmm. with the letters. Mm -hmm. They were never delivered. I mean, he never mailed them out. That's a little bit different, oh. but it's basically the same. And I was like, oof, got him. I literally, when he said that, I was like, Ryan Gosling already did this. <laughs> <laughs> but, That's uh, what you meant. Katie in sent a good me a way. very weird in a good text. Way. Katie sent me a very weird text while watching it about the notebook, and I thought she meant a notebook in the actual movie. I didn't make the I connection. knew you would think that, too. And I'm like, yeah. I'm, I, I'm trying to watch the movie while I text you this. I'm not going to explain this. And then also, at the end, <laughs> it took me like 10 minutes afterwards because I haven't used my brain in like a week or so. Love that. And uh, it took me like... <laughs> 10 minutes to when uh I, like you know as adults when we watch these movies in the beginning of the movie when you have an old person then we flash to children you're like okay it's gonna be them yeah <laughs> when, when, when at the end that's revealed to be correct um I, and she was like it was your great great grandpa and i'm like fucking great great grandpa that, that shit does not add up that is not that many greats no <laughs> yes, way and I, I had to like I was, like, doing the math at the end of the movie while I 
<laughs> I turned it off while I walked all the way through my house upstairs and in the shower. I'm like, okay, maybe they did. <laughs> okay, maybe they did think that one through before writing it okay. down. <laughs> and of course, like, it's not like I immediately were like, oh, they're wrong. Like, I knew I was doing it wrong the whole time, yeah. but I was like, I, I could not. I could not do that math in my head. <laughs> I'm like, well, that doesn't I make any sense. I love that for you. I did not. It made me feel pretty empty, so it's okay. I love that. I knew. Anyway. Here's the thing. I had suspicions about who the grandma was at the beginning. Because first they panted Jessica, you know, Jangle's uh, daughter. And I thought, oh, mm-hmm. she's Jessica. But then they talk, But then she talks about Journey, and she's like, she was quite a special, magical child. And I was like, oh, that's herself. I would describe myself oh, like that just as well if yeah. I was a grandma. <laughs> like, that's exactly how you introduce yourself as a character, Grandma Journey. Also, okay, okay, the only thing I didn't like about it with the ending, I thought it was a little cheesy. Not the whole, like, reveal of that part, it but was. the reveal with the kids when they, like, run to, when the bot comes out of, one, nowhere, Two, they go to the window and they slides. see the factory. <laughs> yeah, he just comes in and like, it made oh me my wonder, god, yeah, it made you. me wonder, like, have you not seen the factory before? Do you like, not bitch, know about if it? That's your house. Like, all you got to do is look out the window. You tell me you've never seen that big ass factory that everyone in the world is talking about. Like, come on, yeah, come I, I, on. I did have to question that. I know that it's part that of like lame. the wonder of it, but like, there. Oh, it also made me think of like, okay, how many things that like. I just think the grandma is rich because of like her father's business and because she carried it on. No, like hear me out because her grandma, that's grandpa's fair. business. Listen, grandma's loaded. No, yeah, she, so I think that's her house, <laughs> and the grandkids come visit. So like, you're when, telling me they've never looked out the window before? I mean, I'm sure they're they, facing the factory. I, th- yeah, no, no, no. I'm not trying to defend it completely. I'm just saying like the way I thought about it was like sure. she owns the factory, or the dad's still alive by you know magic and believe. <laughs> Um, and technology. Yep. <laughs> the grandpa. I keep saying dad. It's the grandpa. And yeah, I did, I did question that. But I was also <laughs> very emotional. The moment that they they cut and it's young journey looking at Toba. At, oh, um, that was so smooth. Mm-hmm, looking at I Buddy really 300 or 3000. I keep Bro, saying the name wrong. But I was like, oh was, my God, child. <laughs> was that cut smooth or what? That yeah. was a really good cut. I saw her that and was I was good. like, oh my god, it's the kid on there, the child. I got very emotional by it and I was just really taken back by how how attached I grew to like kid child journey. Yeah. Yeah. No, so I good. think that was really God, I'm missing a, uh, my brain went right back to what this reminds me of. And I can't put my finger on it. You can I do know it. there's something else. I believe in you. I'll I know that you can it. do it. No, it's okay. It's definitely not coming now. But I'll think about it and get back to you in like a few weeks and whatever. Yeah, in June, I'll be like, hey, remember that movie? But um, the production value. I, I want us to talk about the pro- whole production, about theater, about amazing. the value. And before we even get into that, I want the listeners to know that I looked very deep into the internet. When I say very deep, maybe 15 minutes of research. I could not find the dang budget cost of this movie. So, I, 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 guys, I tried, and Netflix has this shit locked up, and we all know my feelings on Netflix, <laughs> okay? But what, I mean, maybe I would still work with them anyways if they offered me, but... Maybe. You mean yes, maybe. because money. You mean yes. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. <laughs> yes, but, because it's hard. <laughs> yeah. But why, why, isn't the, why isn't the budget public? I think that's so weird. But anyways, before we get into details of that, I... Because we said that it is very similar to The Greatest Showman. I looked up The Greatest Showman. The Greatest Showman apparently only cost $83 million to make, which 
is wild to me, and I don't believe them. But <laughs> they're lying. Half-ass internet research is what I googled and what the first thing that came up. And I said, "Well, this is good enough for now." So if <laughs> I if I think the Grey Showman costs that much, I would guess this movie cost around a hundred to a hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Personally, because they have big names in it, big. The visual effects probably took a shitload out of their budget. Yeah. I oh mean, my god, a lot of animatronics. I love them. Yeah, I'm it's so a lot. So I'm I'm gonna go with 120. That's what I'm gonna settle on. So anyway, that's, that's my fun. money talk. Matley, you could take it away. Um, okay. Well the production value is just fucking amazing. Like everything about the design of the film I think just really nailed it. <laughs> like from the costumes that were just so colorful and so magical and they really took the like, you know, like I I can't really pin down like what period this was supposed to like take in. I feel like it's very like 1800s Victorian London sort of feel that they were yeah, going for. Which I loved. Yeah. Which I, I love. That a lot. What it's expensive. Love, yeah, expensive. <laughs> but what I love the most is the fact that they took that, which usually in movies, I think it's usually adapted into more like, you know, drab colors, very like grayer, darker tones. And they were like, okay, but what if you made it like super colorful and like, you know, just fucking a bag of fruit loops what in a movie? What if we balled out in 18th century England? And they did. And it looks so like good. Like Greta Gerwig. That's what Greta Gerwig said to <laughs> Warner Brothers. She said historical that. accuracy? I think not, but costumes that talk about the story and give you a feel of the a, a feel of the room hell yeah yeah <laughs> and yeah i just i really like the costumes i think they were wonderful i think it was really nice there was this beautiful touch that i want to talk about in um oh, i'm forgetting the name of the song but it's when uh jessica the daughter is coming back to meet her father and to look for journey and to, you know to get her and you have this amazing number of you know him fixing the robot her struggling to go meet her father for the first time in like x amount of years and you have this fantastic choreography going on in the square right before the store. And so everybody's wearing their costumes. And on top of their colorful costumes, they have like cover-up costumes of like darker clothes that fit the aesthetic of this scene, which is very dark because it's at night. Yes, aesthetic. Yeah. And I thought it was really genuine and really nice that they, I don't know why they did it, but it felt very like theater-like to have yeah, not a different super. costume but a cover-up costume on top of that. It just really felt like something you would see on the stage. It felt realistic. It really just sort of tied a nice bow around me thinking that this movie could so could so well be adapted into stage. And yeah, yeah I, I, so happy. I would love to I would love to see this on Broadway one day. It I would think that would be great. Amazing. And I think that like, okay, the director, um, David E. Talbert, like you can tell that he's worked in on the stage you know he could tell he's a playwright you can tell he knows how to stage yes. things the way that you would theatrically because all of his scenes were staged in a way that like i could so easily see that transferred oh, yeah. into a stage and it also works on film which is such a fantastic thing to do mm-hmm. and i just i loved it i think he did a really really good job with everything i'm just i the production the staging all of it was just mwah, chef's kiss amazing chef's kiss you tiktok kids and your chef's kissing <laughs> out of control but yes agreed all right can we get into the the real talk of of happiest season because i want this. to like this movie so bad <laughs> so bad you have no idea i was so excited for this movie i loved it i'm a, I'm a big fan i want it i want to i want to <laughs> like it so bad and so 
All right. It's, um, it's, an, it's a notch above what a Hallmark holiday rom-com would usually be, which is why I appreciate it so much. I already knew what I was going into. Like, It's better than Hallmark. Yeah, yes. Yeah, but here's the thing. Jane class, makes it. Class, we've established the <laughs> fact that holiday rom-coms have a certain level of cheesiness, of disbelief, of no regard for time logics. Although it's not better than the holiday, I have to admit. I mean, I love the holiday, but I do have to admit some of it is very cheesy. Oh my god, all of it. Yes. <laughs> There's I mean, I, I here's here would be this is what my ideal holiday rom-com would be and I think I think it would be <laughs> happiest season met the holiday. I can understand that cuz I do I do I believe the holiday that- had more emotional depth. Not like a lot, yeah. but I do think it had more emotional depth as far Both as like the feelings of the characters and the realness of their actions. Yes. Okay. And so before I go into anything, I would yes. like to say how excited and thrilled I am that this movie exists. Because regardless of what we think about this movie and what anyone thinks about this movie, it has been done. It is um, like it's finally happening. And that representation is finally being on screen. And now it like. It, it's the first, and it's not, it's not the first, but it is one of the very popular first with a huge, very well-known cast, mm-hmm. and it is going to continue from here. And that is the best part about this movie, is that they have done something that is probably historic that I don't actually know because I didn't research, but... <laughs> I don't know I'm, if it's historic, but, you know. I don't know. Maybe I'm going to I'm gonna pretend that it is because it, I think it wasn't half bad. I mean, but, I um, other holiday movies that had not a central character, not a central, like, the main couple, but definitely as one of the established couples of the movie, a holiday film that had a gay relationship. And it was even better because, like, one, not better, but, like, it was even more, like, it's it's a movie that, like, I think was like ahead of its central- time as far as inclusivity. Yeah, an inclusion. The central idea is is yeah. is the gay couple, and I think that's great. I think I think in my mind why it's historic to me is because I know the entire cast. Like, there's not one person. Oh, okay. I didn't. I don't think I knew Jane before, but oh, I think I've. Her. I. You have. Yeah, she's See, a I, that's actress. that's what that's what happens in my brain. That's why I think it's just <laughs> bigger than it probably is in my brain. But anyways, um, I'm thrilled that it exists, but I thought that it didn't. It did not meet what it should have. I think. The character. There were some moments where the characters did have depth, but they didn't get it, give certain people enough time. The right, the dialogue was so bad for so much of it, and I'm like, you, you could have done so much better. You just hit the surface, and you could have just, just like a little dig here and there would have been great. And I, my biggest problem was the dialogue and the mom. The mom really <laughs> bugged the shit out of me, and I'll get into that later. But funny. anyway. That's that's my issue with it, and I also hate Kristen Stewart. I'm so sorry. I and I I, I, get, I went into this with a totally blank slate too. I was like, you know what? I haven't seen Kristen Stewart in a while. I'm excited. We're gonna see how this goes. And the whole time, the only the only thing I the only two things I could say in this whole movie was what? And God, I hate Kristen Stewart. <laughs> I I really feel like people's hatred for her is so like misplaced and really just coming from people being like oh she was so awkward in Twilight and it's like okay but was Bella Swan not an awkward Twilight, character? I never saw Twilight Malu. It's not Twilight. from that. I saw New Moon once in theaters with a friend when it came out. Okay, so then your biases could all your bias against her could also come from just the general bias that exists against Kristen no, Stewart. No, it's not. It's just because I've seen her and I'm like in what? she doesn't do it for me. She does. She has in a what? something Where about her. Where have you seen her that isn't in and this movie? And it's not for me. Where have you seen her that isn't this movie? In like the just others. Asking. She's been around a long time. Okay, but I what can't films name it off of her the top have of my you head. seen? 
I can't name it off the top of my head, Mel. I'm not going to lie. I feel but like you don't hate her. You, you just hate her it, because it, other people hate her. No, I never jump on the bandwagon <laughs> like that. I like the underdog. Don't like don't underdog. at me like that. She's not she an underdog. She bugs me. She has A-lister. like four facial expressions and motions that everyone makes fun of. Yes. But I watched it. I'm telling you, I watched it with a blank slate and I cannot <laughs> stand it. I'm like, that's not needed here. And if it was, well, like, can't you do anything else? God. I adore uh, her. I feel like she's so great. She really I'm she glad really she needs me. someone to like her. So I'm glad you do. <laughs> okay. Okay, here's the, here's the thing. From what you just said to me about the movie, I think you, and correct me if I'm wrong, I just get the feeling that you were expecting it to be more than it had to be because as a rom-com, I already knew what I signed up for. Like, I already knew that this was going to be a Hulu holiday rom-com. So I knew that I was <laughs> expecting cheesiness. I knew that the dialogue was not going to be that deep. And, you know, like, that's all That's all I needed to know. And they went deep with a few things, specifically with, like, the idea Dan of coming Lubby's- out. Yeah, yeah, that part was great. But that part was really well done. I was but everything not else. expecting this movie to be like the staple of like LGBTQ plus rights. I was not expecting no. this movie to yeah. be like, oh, you know, I, I wasn't expecting it to be something that really went into the deep complexity of like, you know, what that must be like for someone or what that type of relationship is when your partner doesn't, you know, doesn't tell their parents that you're dating them. And that's why I was like, that's why I feel like I was very easily able to enjoy it because I was just like, I know that this is not going to be a serious movie about an issue that for many people is a serious issue. This is just going right. to be a rom com about this. And it I'm just could... going to end up loving Kristen Stewart for being such a fucking oh patient character. <laughs> I'm sorry, her character was so selfless, so patient. Yeah, no, I really liked her and character. And so strong. Like, she just, just she really. Kristen Stewart as I, I love her. I'm sorry. And then I love the character. I thought the character. I thought all of the characters were really well done. Yeah, yeah. I loved all of the characters. E- all like even the mom, who I'm gonna shit on soon. <laughs> even her, I like just love the I, comedy for the mom. The comedy with the mom just made me laugh so dude, much because yeah. she is such it was a funny. mom. Like yeah, the pictures with the <laughs> iPad. Fun. We have to take the family picture now. Now, like, I just I know <laughs> like I know moms like that. I've seen moms like that in film. Mm-hmm. I've seen moms like that in real life. I was just very like I was like yeah that seems like such a real Dude. person and then seeing her break down when she realizes how unhappy her kids are just made me feel for her in a way that I wasn't expecting yes. to. I just yes. I really like that scene of her and the dad class the scene where great scene yeah after all three children have expressed their discomfort even Jane you get the scene of of them realizing like we've been asking so much of these kids that we never thought about the fact that maybe they were so unhappy and they could not tell us because of how much we expected and I was like ah. Oh amazing way of portraying but, parents who you know are like that it's just <laughs> yes but what about after that why is it the next thing we see after that she po- the, the sisters are having a nice moment together hugging and appreciating jane mm-hmm. who i've been waiting for the whole movie i love her, I love her. she yeah. made me laugh the whole she was my favorite comedic <laughs> part of she the was whole great thing. anyway the mom after that she pops her head into the kitchen when they're having a moment and all she, she, this is the first time they're seeing each other after the big everything blowout mm-hmm. and, and, you know, coming out. And she goes, we need to give him some time. The central thing she says is about the father. And I just don't, my mom and I looked at each other and she was like, my mom was like, why doesn't she have anything to say for herself? And I'm like, oh. that is, I, I didn't even need much. It doesn't need to be a, some deep emotional scene. But if it was something, even if, like, anything that just showed that she had an opinion outside of the dad 
would have made me feel so much better about the ending of the movie. But she didn't. It was like, and if she did have something there, mm-hmm. it would not take anything away from the dad's climax later on. Yeah, when they're when they're waiting for him, and it comes, and he answers the phone call, and that that whole thing, right? It wouldn't take anything away from that to me. But the mom was just like, I really felt like, felt like she was pushed aside. Like she's literally in the background of so much of that entire climax from the first part to until the ending. And I'm like, she's such a central part of the rest of the film, and her, she's so opinionated, and she backs up. It's all for the dad, and and then we see her as the audience with the dad saying and stating her fat. You know what I mean? Like it's not some weird relationship. She still has these feelings and opinions, and they're a team, but that doesn't mean she can't go to her daughters and say, "We have to give him time, but this is how I feel." You know, I I was like, oh, why why was that missing? You know, okay. maybe they have a reason for it, but I mean, I was like, bummed. I definitely see what you mean, but I I took it in a different way, so I guess that's why like I didn't notice that as a like I that 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 didn't jump out to me specifically. Because here's the thing: the way I was thinking about it, just from like the way the characters are built and what kind of people they are, and just like pulling from the archetypes into like what usually would follow these people personally. To me, the fact that the mom says that is her way of saying, I'm here for you and I'm going to try and fix this for us, which to me, like, that's, that's her. Yeah, like the way that I saw that and when people have done similar things like in life, the way I see it is more like um, it's a very sort of like, I don't even have to say that I, you know, that I'm like, it's it's their way of saying sorry, of just like. I accept everything that just happened and I'm cool with it. And what I'm trying to do right now is work on fixing everything and it did feel very much like the mom because I feel like her whole role was that she wanted to fix the family so bad to the point where it was toxic and poisonous to everybody right. to the point where yes. like when all of the shit blows up she doesn't even like her mind doesn't go into apologizing doesn't go into saying how she feels it goes straight into like I have to fix it and I'm fine with the situation right. he's not fine so I have to tell my daughters like we just have to give him some time but it's gonna be okay which makes sense that totally makes sense to me and I'm glad um, why, why wouldn't they have it to be, like, they physically had the characters distant mm-hmm. in that, and now if, if she came up closer to them and, 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 and put herself in between them to say yeah. that, I think I would have gotten that totally. way clearer. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I was, I was expect like, when that scene happened, I was expecting her to go hug them. A little bit of something. Yeah, something yeah, emo- yeah. A, Some emotional value that wasn't Definitely, just yeah. her, her No, total, totally agree. It could have been handled okay, better, cool. but I don't think the line itself is the issue. I think it's just the directing of it and the staging. Right. Um, and then back to something else that you said earlier before sure. we move on was, it's, I, I mean, like, I didn't have, like, super high expectations. Like, the usage of the word historic was not what I actually <laughs> meant. I didn't think it was going to be something huge. But I sure. meant, like, it was a rom-com with all these people in it and it was going to be funny. And, like, the also the the writer and directors, like, you know what I mean? Like, they're great. And so I just, uh, it, it's not like I went into a thing it was going to be the next best thing. But I did have host because I love the cast. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is going to be, cast. this has to be, like, relatively pretty good. Mm-hmm. And I, I just thought, okay, this is a hair under that. So, <laughs> so I, laugh, I laughed a lot. I, like, I don't, I I don't la- know why. I really don't laughed a lot. Don't get me wrong. I laughed. Oh, okay. Cool. So, But I was also, yeah. like, deeply emotionally invested with everybody. Like, yeah. Kristen Stewart's character, what's her, um, I don't know why I keep forgetting her name. Um, it's okay. Abby. We can call her Kristen Stewart. I, yeah. Gladly. 
but I loved her character because she was just such a like sweet, Good, central kind, character. genuine. Like, yeah, she was a central character that you could really empathize with and really just go like, oh my god, you're such a cool person. And then similarly with Mackenzie Davis, who I love. I feel like she's such a fucking acting chameleon. Like, she does everything yeah. to me. Um, she does. I love her. I, have you seen that awkward moment? I want to say yes, but I can't tell you off the top of my it's, head if that's like an actual fact or it's not. with uh Zac Efron, Miles Teller, uh, Michael B. Jordan. No, then I haven't seen Zac Efron in a long time. Oh my god, I love my man. Another versatile dude that does not get enough attention for his verse. No, 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 I'm serious. I I I think that Zac Efron is a fantastic actor and he, he doesn't is. get enough He's really good. credit for everything he does and how he does it. But Mackenzie Davis is one of the love interests in it cuz essentially small tangent that awkward moment is a rom-com but where the central characters are all guys which i loved it i really think that it's like a a type of rom-com that i can vibe with so badly i love that movie and mackenzie davis is uh one of the love interests in the movie i'm not gonna spoil for who but but she's great in that she's fucking fantastic and then you see her in this and she's such a different character like in that one she's very confident and in here like her character just felt like such a real person of just like you know insecurity insecurities yes. competitiveness with her sister and just like all of these bottled up emotions that of course somebody like abby kristen stewart's character is so good at nurturing and understanding mm-hmm. to the point where yeah. it's also damaging for abby like seeing that dynamic play out to me was just very interesting i liked it yeah and i think that it, and, it felt real yeah and i i liked how mm-hmm. flushed out she was how what's her what mackenzie davis's Mackenzie's character davis. do we care oh, about it's character? A harper harper whatever yeah. Yeah, I liked how flushed out she was. I think it was very realistic, and so was their relationship, too. Mm-hmm. You and know? Other, another character that was also, like, at first I was a little not, like, I wasn't my favorite at first, and then they really developed him, and I was like, cool. It was, um... Was it the sister? No, 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 no. I mean, I, I thought the sister was really interesting, uh, Salone, because at first I was like, God, this woman's a bitch. But then when I got to understand her, I was like, oh, okay, I can see why she's a bitch. Doesn't have to be a bitch. But I can see where mm-hmm. it comes from. Like, no need to yeah. out your sister right. like that. That's fucking disgusting. But yeah. I can see why you did that. I can see where it comes from. But no, actually, Dan Levi's character, John. I love Dan. Man. I, he's great. And when it's when the movie started, I thought they were leaning towards a certain type of stereotype of a gay guy. And I was a little bit like, oh, yes. I hope they're not His leaning di- into it. I'm telling you, bro. The dialogue. It leaned towards that it leaned very towards easily. A, but then... But then, in the, when up. he's in the in the in the the fish place getting the fish, by the way, his journey with the animals I thought was hilarious. When he's getting <laughs> the animals, it changes, and it's like he's not against the relationship. He's just like you know he just you know he's going through something. He just wasn't thinking about it. And I really like that we get this very real person where like after that point they kind of subvert everything they built, which I think it's weird that they did it that way. But I like that there is a change and it's not like a character that always states as a stereotype of a gay guy. Instead of that, it goes into a person who is actually real and has a reason for having these opinions instead of it just being like, oh, marriage is an old institution and blah, blah, blah. Who cares? Like, there's yeah. an actual reason for him feeling this way. And right, I like right. that he turns into a supportive friend rather than a friend that's just like, oh, my God, he's so judgmental, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, instead yeah. of that, they actually go into like, I'm just trying to protect you and I was not in a good mood. And like, I'm, I'm really sorry that I took it like that. That wasn't the friend you needed right there. And he ended up being, much like Kristen Stewart's character, such a sweet guy. Like, I just loved him. Then his speech about, like, you know, trying to make Kristen Stewart understand. that was so good. It was so good. And I like that 
I like that her experience, for example, wasn't a bad one. Like, the fact that she came out to her parents and her parents were okay with it. Kristen Stewart's character, I mean. Yeah. I think it's lovely that they also show that, you know, coming out doesn't have to be a horrible thing. You know, yeah. it can be good. But I like that Dan's character, you know, John, he says, A, that's not everybody's experience. And, you know, that's the horrible reality of it all. And B, as good as your experience may be, we all share that little moment beforehand when you have to yeah. say, you know, those. I love that part where he says, like, you know, we Very all share well that done. moment. Yes. I loved it. I thought it was so good. And I'm just so glad that his character wasn't wasted as a yeah. stereotypical gay best friend. I really like that, you know, they d- did that at the beginning, but then it was like, no, he's a real person. Woo! Yeah. I'm See, sorry, if they just did that the whole time, that was the mm-hmm. first time in the whole movie that I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my god this dialogue this is so good this works this is well done mm-hmm. and that's what i think i texted you at some point i was like is there are you able to recognize that <laughs> point in the movie where it's not that great of a movie it's always in you know because you why else would you take yourself out of it and, <laughs> and realize that but in in the, in these kind of like kind of mediocre like movies you're able to take yourself out and when there's one there's always, always one good monologue or mm-hmm. one good, <laughs> decent, like, scene. Not not even entire scene, but, like, at least, like, two or three lines back and forth, right? Yeah. And you're like, that, that was the, that, those lines were the, <laughs> was the birth of this whole story, of this yeah. whole shenanigans. Someone was in the shower and <laughs> literally just got that idea. Got, got those lines, and they're like, all right, let's build off of this. And then they just built, 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 built. And I think it... Uh, dude, come on. Like, that That was it. That, that. Yeah. It started with Dan and then went to the coming out scene, and oh then I think that's it. <laughs> you think that's all they had? They're like, all right, all right, let's work with this, guys. Let's work with this. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely. I don't know. They should have introduced... They should have had Dan come in earlier, they should have had him be just just use that little that flip flip that switch that you mentioned earlier. They, yeah. I think they I think it would have been um, fuller. Yeah. If they did. They they Definitely. rode the same wave for way too long. The wave died, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. And the kids were too weird for me. And I know that was the supposed to be so funny. Scary. <laughs> they were but they were scary. Like they were like too dead. They were too dead but inside. I like that it was it was the type of running gag that I can vibe with so badly, especially like because, like, they were just chaotic. They were just so chaotic. Like They, they should and they have chose, made them they chose even to be scarier. Chaotic. I love this. Like, like, you know how they only just hit it, though? Like, that chaotic, scary. Like, yeah. if they went one more above where, like, where someone in would turn and they would just be there. Like, that would have been so... <laughs> like, if they just added those little things, that would have been that really been good. Right? Like, something that like that. Right. That would have been amazing. Oh, and then the, uh, I like I I verbally said uh, when they were like, "What are you doing back there?" And the kids were like, "We're hiding." Like Abby and blah blah blah, whatever her name is. And I'm like, "God fuck!" Like you knew, oh. you knew, uh, you knew that was gonna happen. But like, I, even though just seeing it happen just made it so much worse. I didn't <laughs> need that. We didn't need that. I knew okay? it. It made, it made you know? me laugh. It did, Malu. I mean, <laughs> it made you laugh. Yeah, because they were just like that was just like kid innocence of them believing that they were actually playing hide and seek because they obviously yeah, don't know, understand like, that they were they, having sex. Yeah, but when Kristen Stewart was like, "Oh, we're playing uh, okay. hide and seek," like you knew later on the kids were gonna be like, "We're playing hide and seek like they do." Yeah, but I like that. That's that, that's the thing. 
it wasn't used in the way that most movies would have used it, which would have been as part really? of like the coming out thing. It was used used as oh, part of yeah, like chaos, which I thought was hilarious when the tree. Yeah, because oh, they've been looking for the kids for the whole party, and then. <laughs> And oh yeah no one finds them and they're on behind the fucking tree i was like oh my god it's, it, it got to me i liked it uh, i want to talk about the coming out scene when abby actually sorry not abby abby's the other character when harper actually gets to come out to her family i was a little disappointed when she lies in front of the party but then i realized like honestly so it must good. be but yeah i kind of realized i was like it must be so hard to tell the truth about that in a, in a group of people which like you've your whole life you've been sort of Even paraded around the, in front of right. people like this and it must be so right. tough and you don't want to do that in front of people so i can kind of understand why she doesn't do it there uh so i do like that she you know she finally properly comes out to her parents in the next scene when it's just the family but i what i really liked was the fact that even though she comes out of that moment abby doesn't forgive her right away because it would have felt too much like abby was this desperate character that just like you know needed yeah. love like that and I like that Abby stands her ground and it's just like, no, dude, like, it's too late. Like, you had your chance well, before and it's too late. Not only that, not only does that happen, but I love that that happens after Dan and her's moment when she's like, yes. you should forgive, like, not should forgive her, but like, hey, please understand that everyone's mm -hmm. is different. And she's like, well, I need someone who is here with me. And, you yeah. know, and then she follows through with it. I loved that. Exactly. Like I said, Malu, I'm telling you, these are the moments. These are the shower <laughs> thoughts that she had. <laughs> and she's like god this is gonna be so good yeah and then finally you have harper chasing her which is so good because the whole movie you've had you know abby feeling like maybe harper doesn't love her quite as much anymore and then you have you know harper really pulling through at the end where she's like fucking tracks her down yeah. looks for her and really just gives this wonderful spiel about like i love you and i want to be with you and you're my family and it's so much more significant considering that Abby, like, has a thing about, you know, not having a family. And I just, I wish, it's so great. I do, I do wish that scene either lasted longer or just hit, had a little bit more back and forth or something. I just wanted okay, a, yeah. one more layer deeper. Like, they had Hannah, or I keep calling her Hannah, Harper. Harper, <laughs> you know, go off. I liked what, she, I liked everything that she said. And I think, oh, I think if they had any other performer do that, it would not have worked as well. Mackenzie Davis. Mackenzie did it perfectly. She really went home with it. And, and Kristen Stewart was great in that scene. I will tell you that. Okay? Okay? She was really good in the end. I, I liked her then. I just can't, you know, you know her little, like, I cannot mimic it at all, but other people can. But you know her Anna little, Kendrick like, can. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Anna Kendrick can do it so well. I love um, her. I would recommend you watch uh, Charlie, the new Charlie's Angels. I didn't like it. I feel like it was a very weak plot, and it really just did not take from the, you know, original, Charlie, not the original show, but, like, the 2000s Charlie's Angels, which are hilarious. And they could yeah. have built and made them better, this Charlie's Angels talk. They could have, uh -huh. you know, fixed the things that those movies didn't do correctly or didn't do as well. And instead they didn't, and they made a mess. But Kristen Stewart carried that movie on her back with her comedic relief <laughs> because, God, she's funny. All right, Malu, I'm going, I'm going to watch that movie It's not a good movie. Just, I hope you know it's this, not a good movie. <laughs> oh, no, I'm going in. But it, it, I, I cannot even for a second imagine Kristen Stewart be funny. She was not in this movie. To me, to me. And this is specifically only to me, okay? Yeah. She was not funny to me at at one point in this, and and I I <laughs> I can she, see the scenes that she was this. trying to be funny with, and I'm like, that's just not funny. 
I mean, I feel like the scenes where she was funny, she was funny, but I don't think Abby overall was a character that was a comedic relief in this movie. No. I feel like she was more of an emotional character. But the, the moments, movie. the moments that are supposed to be, the really small ones, like the mall, really stuck out to me. I love her. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, moving on. We're moving, <laughs> moving on to on. what, at least my final point for this is... Yes, go ahead. A, Audrey Plaza. I feel like her character killed. Oh, Riley yeah, we haven't a great character. But here's the thing, and this is why I want to give this movie kudos for, once again, for just subverting rom-com expectations. I was expecting, and I was very afraid of this happening, that there's, there was going to be a third love interest. You know, somebody that takes Kristen Stewart and goes like, oh, I can show you the world. You know, like, I can be the person that Harper isn't for you. And the reason I didn't want that was because it fell too much on the nose of like, oh, because these two, like, because she's, you know, gay, because she's a lesbian that she has to obviously like this other person, the other only lesbian in town. Like, they yeah. can't just be friends. Like, I didn't want that to happen because it felt a little too cliche and it felt, and I don't know, I didn't want there to be a third love interest because I feel like that would have also sort of been like, oh, Harper and Abby's relationship is not quite as strong from both ends and that would have been worrisome. Or they could have had Connor, um, Harper's old ex-boyfriend, be much more toxic, much more jealous of like, oh, but, you know, I want you, blah, blah, blah. You know, if you really pushy about the fact that he likes Harper. And I really have to commend this movie for not doing that in either instance. Like, they didn't make Har- uh, Connor a bad guy. They just made him a misinformed guy, which mm-hmm. is great. Like, you know, guys, straight guys don't have to be bad guys when their ex-girlfriends realize that, you know, maybe they have a different sexual orientation that they used to have when they were dating that person. I like that they didn't right. make him a bad dude about the situation. Um or a pushy dude when Harper was like, eh, I don't know if I want to, you know, get too close to you, dude. And and on a on the other page of it, I'm very glad that they didn't make Riley, Aubrey Plaza's character, have to hit on Abby, Kristen Stewart's character, or be like, oh, I could be that person for you. I really like that she was just a friend, which is what Abby needed. And I just, I love it. I, I think Riley was such a well-built character, such a good character as a person. And I loved her. I, when she tells her story, I was so sad. I really believe that, you know, she's the type of person who's like, she has to like, she's had to earn her own confidence because she's been put in horrible situations that she's gotten herself out of. And I just, I loved her. She was great. <laughs> it's interesting because while I was watching it, I couldn't, like, I, I, I started disliking. Damn, what's Mackenzie's name? Mackenzie. I, I was, I was oh. disliking her. As well. Yeah, I, I know what you're going to say, I was, and I agree. I was di- yes. While I was watching it, I was disliking her so much that I <laughs> wanted Aubrey Plaza and Abby to get together. Yeah. But since you mentioned that, you know, the no third love interest, just in general, and because that is such a rom-com stereotype, mm-hmm. I love that, only from when you just said this, by the way. <laughs> I do love that fact that yeah. only because and they they do break a lot of stereotypes in that in that one you know go about of not doing that following that rule I do like that and and it's funny because and I say right now because before I looked at these notes and what you just said I was talking to Gabe we're mm-hmm. talking about this movie and how it should have been better <laughs> and he was like I just want I she should have ended up with Aubrey Plaza that should have been it and I'm like I totally agree I felt the exact same way and until this conversation and you telling sorry and you telling me this, <laughs> your point in that whole thing thank you for opening the clouds I, I kind of I kind of agree with you more now I, you've changed my perception of that I think I'm glad they didn't fall into it but they should have made it stronger 
it should have all been stronger in order to yeah. make that point better. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was there, and that's great that <laughs> it was. It, there's no third love interest, and everyone didn't just end up together to to do that. But why was I, the audience, still hoping that would happen? It's not just because I'm trained by other rom-coms to think that. Because most, especially holidays, you always want these characters to end up together. They yeah. want it to be happy in the end. But I just couldn't stand her so much that I, I kind of wanted that to happen. But at the end, when uh, uh, Harper. Hmm, any, Aubrey Plaza and Harper, yeah. thank you, oh. their moment at the end when Aubrey's saying goodbye and she's like, that's a good one. That was really great. That was a fantastic way to handle that. I love her. She's such a good person. And like, that's my theory as to why. Because I, I had that experience too. I was watching it and I kept thinking like, oh my God, Abby, especially when Harper was being an absolute dick. I was like, yeah. oh my God, Abby, just end up with Aubrey Plaza. But it yeah. wasn't so much because she was a third love interest. It right. was more about the fact that she was such a good person that I was like, yes, honestly, just exactly. states a better person here morally. And I like that that's the reason why you like Riley's character as a love interest so much. It's not because she's pushed to be a love right. interest. Right. It's because she's just a good person, a good friend. Exactly. To yeah. the point where she's, it's like, oh my God, what? Yeah. Just be with, just be with this person. That's why if they make a sequel, I want Riley to find love. That's all I want. I want a sequel where Riley gets also, her happy ending. Yeah. Of her own, like, with, like, romantic stuff. Because clearly Harper didn't work out as a couple. And, you know, Abby was never a love interest in her mind. Because they were just friends. She was just being really Mm -hmm. nice and a good person. So I just want one where I see her. Like, I want a movie that's about her. That's a character that I would be thoroughly invested in. Her and Jane. Jane needs her spotlight. She really does. And John as well. I I really like that by the end of the movie, John is part of the family. Because he gets really close to Jane. Since he publishes her books. Yes, me too. I love it. I love that the family finally understands that Jane is a fucking creative genius. I like that Harper apologizes about the painting because, yes, it was a beautiful painting. (gasps) That broke my heart. Me too. I was like, physically hurt me. Actual gas. Physically hurt me. (laughs) I felt it in my chest. And I was like, why am I this attached? (laughs) But it was... Why am I attached to this girl? What's up? Why am I attached to this? And uh, it's so sad. Her whole story is so sad. I don't know why she still loves them, but that's because she's a great person. So. She's a cutie. We were, this movie was just her. filled with selfless good people. Except for... fan. What's her face? What's her fucking name? Harper? Harper. God damn it. Yeah, I Harper always want to really say Hannah. Shitty. When Harper didn't say I love you back on text... <clears throat> When Abby was oh, checking up on her, I was bro. like, you absolute bitch, you do not deserve Abby. Which is why I, I like that leave. she later understands that she's going to lose the best person in the fucking world. Yeah. Oh, can I just? Okay. I, I teared One up in this point. movie. I'm not going to lie. I teared Go up. Go for it. At the end, when they're taking the family picture for Christmas a year I later. I that scene. I loved it. I don't care. <laughs> I was, I just, I really just wanted to be told that everything worked out nicely. And at the end, when, there's two things that happened at the end that got me like, so first when they're taking the family christmas picture and the mom is like abby why are you doing way over there like during the picture this was a a year later this was i think the next day during christmas but when the mom says like come here and like just abby's face of just like oh and her being like being able to like actually be hugged by harper and jane being put in the middle it just made me really emotional and then at the end, there's this, the credits had Instagram posts from Tipper's, the mom's Instagram, which I thought was really, <gasps> oh, a really funny way. Oh, I turned way. it off. God okay. damn it. <laughs> well, at the end, it had this small, like, 
around like five, six posts. So you get like to see like the mom actually does, does take up karate. Karate? I'm saying that. Karate. Karate. Thank you. I said it in Spanish. Um, That's good. <laughs> uh, so she does take up karate. You see her like post a bunch of pictures about um, Abby and Harper's relationship and how she's really happy that they're together. You see her post about, you know, her and the dad being like a nice couple. You see her post about Jane and her her work and about the sisters. And then there's this one post of the entire family at a pride parade and they're all together and they have this really like what? cute. I didn't see that. It's so cute. That's and they so have, good. They have a little um, they have a little banner that says like family for pride. And I was like, that is so good. And I, I was just happy to see how like well they took it because she was so afraid that Harper was so afraid that they wouldn't take it well. And the fact that they embraced it to the point of like all of them going together to the pride parade and just being supportive about it. I was just. It made me, yeah. it, it just, it really, it gave me warm feelings. I was like, oh my God. <laughs> Look I'm at sorry run. I missed that. That sounds lovely. It was. <laughs> but yeah, overall, I think definitely agree that it could have been worked on more in like certain things, uh, certain characters. But overall, I'm very happy with it. If they make a sequel, I would welcome it with open arms. <laughs> I'll watch it. I'll watch <laughs> it. And I hope that it's deeper than this one. And I love Kristen Stewart. That's it. That's okay. all I'm closing on. That's and uh, Rue Plaza and Mackenzie Davis. I'm. Um, Yep. Wow, way to leave out Dan, <laughs> but that's fine. And Dan Levi. Levy. I always want to say Levy. Levi, too. It's Levy. Levy. Isn't that disappointing? I kind of want it to be Levi. <laughs> Levy Osa. Yes. All right, Malu, let's let's wrap this present up with a Jesus. bow. Yeah. yeah. Let's do let's that. Let's do it, baby. What's next? Well, it's a game, and class, I don't know if you remember, but this holiday season started with... The Alan Smithy game, where I had to make a, a rom-com sort of movie with an ensemble cast as an inspiration taken from Love Actually and The Holiday. So as a closing game for the holiday seasons, I thought Katie should play the Alan Smithy game. Woo. Um, and yeah, I got some fun little locations for you today. Oh god, I can't <laughs> wait. So... If you don't know how the game works, there's a list of nine actors, a list of three locations, and a list of three genres or sort of situations. Katie Cat has five minutes to essentially make up an entire movie um, with whatever she gets. She gets three actors, one location, one genre. And then throughout her process, I get to throw in three production wrenches, which is just essentially making her life hard, which is what production executives do. Cool. <laughs> Love to see them. And yeah, then if Katie's happy with the product and she actually does get to finish within the five minutes her whole movie, she can put out the movie into the world with her own name, Katie Cat Kometz. That's right. Full <laughs> name, baby. Yeah. Find but me on she, white pages. Yeah, but if she doesn't finish or, you know, if the product is not good, the production team doesn't, you know, say it's good, then she has to put it out under the name Alan Smithy, which is just the name for products that you're not proud of. <laughs> That's it. All right. Yay. Um, Let's look, do are, it. Are I'm ready. Looking, are you looking at the doc right now? Yes, I am. Okay, you don't know look at the game. Okay, I'll scroll up. Yes, please and thank <laughs> you. Just, I don't want you to see the numbers for the actors. Okay. Cuz you know that would ruin the fucking game. <laughs> the fucking game. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Katie. Are you okay. ready? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh, maybe. <laughs> okay, so here's your list of actors. We have 
you guessed it, Kristen Stewart, because I really wanted to push it. Um, you have Kristen Stewart, Robert Pattinson, because if you have one, you should have the other. Oh <gasps> okay, we'll get into that later. Um, nope. Vin Diesel, because my family and I were watching the Fast and one of the Fast and Furious movies while doing the game. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker, because, well, he's in Jingle Jangle, and who doesn't yep. love Forrest? Uh, Pedro Pascal, because fuck, I love him. Michelle Rodriguez, because, Who? well, Pedro Pascal. You're saying things in Spanish accents, Mal. I'm we sorry. both know I won't get there. Pedro mm -hmm. Pascal. Who? Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal? Yes. Okay. I'm not gonna say that. Who's that? Oh, okay. Well, um, fuck. I don't know names very well. Okay, he's, oh, well, he's the villain in Wonder Woman 1984. Uh, he's Didn't the main character in The Mandalorian. He is Didn't see Mando. It. God. Okay, did you see if Beale Street could talk? Yes, I love okay. that movie. He is the brother of the girl who says Fawny raped her. Regina, yes, okay, yeah, thank Regina you. King that helps. Team. Yeah, okay, that's him. Got it, got um, it, got it. He's a Chilean actor, he's fucking great. <laughs> um, then Michelle Rodriguez, because she's also in the Fast and Furious franchise. <laughs> and I love oh, her. <laughs> uh, Anya Taylor Joy, because who doesn't love Anya Taylor Joy? Um, Wait, how do I know her again? She's the Queen's Gambit. Uh, oh, split. wow! Yeah, got it. Yeah, a queen. She's the she's the ma she's the queen of the Queen's Gambit, right? Yes, yes. She yes, plays cool. the main character in the Queen's Gambit. She was also in New Mutants recently. Came out. Um, Miles Teller and Zac Efron. Because oh, why do you give me Miles Teller? Do you not like Miles Teller? I think he's charming. No, I think he's a okay. cutie. Uh, and Zac Efron, who I love. Uh, because Mackenzie Davis was in a movie with both of them, as I mentioned before, so I thought they would they should be in the game. Sure. <laughs> then for locations, we have an old clock workshop. Cool. Jingle Jangle, yeah. Disney World, because I don't know, I was thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And last but not least, a small town where it shouldn't snow, but it does. Oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, I that you know what that <laughs> reminds me of? The Disney Channel original movie that I can't think of the name of, when they, they steal the weather box from Santa. What? What? Do you not know this movie? Oh, wait, is that the second Santa Claus with um, Jack Frost? Nope. Cool, 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 not cool, that. cool, 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 move on. <laughs> we'll, we'll, talk, we'll discuss later. Yep. Um, and then for genres, we have Meeting the Parents, a redemption story, or- oh, I hope I don't get that. <laughs> Or I'm not good at redemption stories. <laughs> or saving Christmas story. All right. Fingers so cross for saving Christmas. Fingers crossed. I love how against you are the redemption story, and apparently also at the meeting the parents story. I, you also picked a very wide range of actors that I'm not like extremely familiar with. I'm so sorry. I'm really hoping whoever I pick, I know. Whoever you I'll pick, even, I'll look I, up I'm pictures even hoping for you. For, yeah. I'll look, I'll, I'll find them. It's okay. Okay, cool. <laughs> Go ahead. So, All right, I'm ready. I'm ready. Pick a num pick three numbers from one through nine. Three, four, seven. No. Forget the seven. No, I'll go with seven. Fuck it. I'll do it. Wait, what did, what's your final answer? Three, four, and seven. Three, four, and seven. I, this yeah. is funny. Should I tell you now? Nope. Let's just wait. <laughs> Get the whole package. <laughs> okay. God. It's a funny, it's a funny choices you made. Um, for Shit. locations, pick a number from one through three. Three. Okay. 
And then for the genre, number from one to three. Two. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> God, I hope okay. it's in a place that doesn't snow. Here we go. All right. Fuck. Your cast is Kristen Stewart. Good. I know her. I know her. That's okay. I'm glad. Kristen Stewart, Anya Taylor Joy, and Miles Teller. <laughs> I know all of those people though. That's so good. Anya, I know. Anya is um is Queen's Gambit, right? Yeah, has really big eyes. Really yes. amazing, gorgeous, super mm-hmm. talented. Yes, yes, yes. Um, cool, Miles. I just thought it was funny. Make him an alcoholic again. I feel like that, you know. Rolls he rocks. Yeah. Um. Then for location, you got Disney World. (laughs) (laughs) Isn't that exciting? Ah, I can already see these characters. This is gonna be good. It's gonna take place in the nineties. Oh, and then certainly last, but most certainly not least, for the genre, Katie Cat, you got Redemption Story. The fuck. Hey, you have Miles Stills as an alcoholic? His redemption story. I'm not good at piecing together redemption stories yet. I haven't worked on that part of my storytelling. Oh. Ugh, I gotta... <laughs> so sorry, Katie. <laughs> oh, no, I'm so bad at people screwing up. Mm. <laughs> I won't make him an alcoholic. That seems rude. <laughs> also, it doesn't fit my vibe that I want to go with. I want to go with a 90s Disney World theme okay and Kristen Stewart is our typical like emo self and then Anya will be um like the super chipper friend it'll be the three friend groups it's like the oh, th- okay friend it's groups. a friend group, going third to- group are you starting are you starting right now or am I giving no, you no I'm not starting I'm just telling you my vibe and why I won't go with okay your minutes I, I think starts right now no don't start it yet I'm not ready Katie we're at 120 wait what yeah you already started it no, no, no. We are at 120 oh, as in, like, oh, time oh, the, frame. The, the time of the podcast. Yeah, sorry, guys. This is a long episode. Hopefully Gabe it's got, a finale. cut stuff out, but we'll see. It's the finale. We're, you're here for a long time, not a good time. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, all right. So um, you got me off track. They're in Disney World. It's the 90s. And um, it's a redemption story. Who screwed them? And who's the villain? Mickey Mouse. Oh, no. Oh, no. No, we well, can't be straightforward as a Mickey Mouse. We have to at least choose another character. Walt Disney's frozen body under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. That would be lit. It doesn't oh. have to be a Christmas movie because you didn't pick you're Christmas right. story. This, oh, my God. Yeah, you're right. Like, That's you can make it a Christmas this... one because we are in the holiday season and you can pick a holiday movie. But by... I don't think I'm gonna, though. Yeah, by reasoning, you don't actually have to. Yeah, I don't think I will. Maybe they're there for Christmas vacation. You know what I mean? Like, that doesn't really mean anything, though, I guess. Anyway. I'm just, as a as a small, like, production assist, yeah. you include Walt Disney's Frozen Body under the Pirates of the Caribbean ride, I definitely will like it, because I feel Malu- like that's my favorite dark, weird conspiracy theory. Love me it so too. much. Me too. If, if you if you say Disney, Disney World to me, you bet your bottom dollar I'm going to include Walt Disney's I'm sorry, frozen who are dead you, body Annie? head. Are you what? Annie, the little orphan girl? You bet yeah, your you, bottom you dollar. Betcha. Shut the fuck up, sis. Bet your bottom dollar that tomorrow there'll Thanks, be sun. Annie. All right. Um. <laughs> oh fuck! Redemption, redemption, redemption. Okay, Katie, I'm starting your minute now because you you've been thinking about this for way too long. It's okay. We'll cut this part out. Your minute is starting. 
Wait, what's a minute for? Oh, to think? Okay. Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I love you. Tomorrow. What could they have done wrong? I mean, it doesn't have, they don't have to do something wrong in Disney. Something. Can you can you give me an example of a redemption story to trigger my brain? Avatar The Last Airbender, Zuko. The best redemption arc to this day that, that I've seen, I think. Yeah, so that's a redemption arc. So well that's a really done. Good one. Everything that Draco Malfoy could have been. Okay, I can I can make this very PG because the only vibe because I think it's because of the 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 weather box movie that I can't think of the name of. Someone will out there will know what I mean. Anyway, that only it, reminds me of a Barney movie that I saw when I was a kid. It's not that one. I know it's not because Disney I, doesn't own I Barney. Also, I also watched Barney though. Great show. Great show. All right. Um. Tomorrow. Okay, you're minutes. Okay, thinking just start going. it. Here we go. Put put five minutes on the timer, and five I'm gonna minutes. give it my best shot. Okay, wait. Um, your five minutes starts in five, four, three, two, one, and start. It's a Disney Channel original. It's 1993. Our favorite characters of Kristen Stewart, Anya, and Miles Teller are all in Disney World. Kristen is your typical goth. Not goth. She's just like emo, down, you know, flip of the hair, whatever kind of gal. Sure. Um, um, yeah. Let's make her like you, Mallow. Like a mix of your, like, maybe she's an artist too, you know? Emo-like? Like a really, really into like animation and stuff. Okay. So she appreciates that part of Disney. And so she's, but she doesn't like really like go into the emotional part of that. She's just like, yeah, whatever. I really like it. But she like really geeks out over it on the I'm inside. I'm on it. Anyway. And then Anya is that really cheery, uh, chippy, other friend, you know, that yay, yes. Oh my god, let's Cat go. Sunshine. Sunshine character, yeah. And then Miles Teller is just a nice in-between of them. He balances the three out. Oh, oh, like in Danny Phantom. The trio there, the balance is perfect there. So let's let's okay. imagine that balance with them. Okay. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um they're they're there. And they're on the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. And what Production does Miles run. tell her? Uh, yes. The ride is broken. Oh, no. That's okay. They just need to get on it. Okay. Okay, okay. actually, yeah, okay. It's, it broke while filming. You're all stuck in there. That's <laughs> <Fun>. awesome. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> That's all I needed. <laughs> the crew actually finds Walt Disney's head. Fantastic. Going, yes. We don't need a prop. I'm be like, listen, prop people, get that out of here. We have the real thing. Katie, Katie, you're losing time here. We're real. Oh, oh, I'm rolling again. Okay, so they they go. Uh, they enter the ride. That's it. No, yeah. it doesn't run. Um. Oh, Miles Teller breaks the ride, and then as the security <laughs> people, uh huh, as yeah. the security people try to come take get them out, they're like, oh God, we're gonna get kicked out. We can't get kicked kicked out of Disney they go into this tunnel thing in the back and they fall down this pit and they just land Amazing. right and they're okay you yeah. know it's Dis- <laughs> it's a Disney Channel original and then they're like oh my god where are we and they're in this metal box and they have to get out but yeah. security is still coming after them but they find Walt Disney's head and they take Walt Disney's head and they uh, find a way out naturally and they go about their business and then security catches them 
and they're like, wrench. oh my god, you broke the ride and you're stealing? Production or wrench. You wrench? Okay. Yeah. The prop of Walt Disney's head costs a thousand dollars and Miles Teller broke it by accident when they were running. <laughs> How are you gonna solve Dick, that? <laughs> I fire him. That is what happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was an accident. He didn't. He didn't do like intentionally. He didn't Actually, like thank you for thank you for throwing me that wrench because I wanted to change this anyway. <laughs> <clears throat> so scratch what I just said. They don't find the head, but Miles <laughs> Teller. Uh huh. Thank you for that. Miles Teller knows that. Uh, all right. And so scratch that. So he he they they're in that they're in there in the room and the Miles Teller knows about that, right? But he's like, it has to be here. And they're like, that's not real. That's a theory. <laughs> and so they're like, forget that. Let's find that. Blah, 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 blah. That becomes a B-plot, right? So anyway, they just try to find their way out of there. And as security finds them, kicks them out. And they're like, god damn it. What do we do now? And they're like, we need to find a way to get back in. <gasps> Let's find Walt Disney's head. And maybe we'll do it. And they're like, Miles, that's a terrible idea. No. That, why would, it, why would <laughs> no. they let us back in because of that? Exactly. And so they come up with, uh, they, they see the, the, the girl who plays Tinkerbell and flies out of the Magic Kingdom castle, mm -hmm. uh, you know, at night. Yep. Right. She, she broke a leg and she can't go on and the understudy isn't there either. So there's no one to do and they have to cancel the show for tonight. And they overhear mm -hmm. that and they're like, let's sneak back in the park. Let's make it work. And that will re redeem us everything and it'll be fine. They sure. try to do that. They, they sneak back in through the gate. Yeah, one minute. They find the tunnel entrance. They go through the tunnel. They under the tunnel. And they find a mysterious door. And they're like, and Miles is like, guys, this has to be it. And they're like, no, Miles, <laughs> we have to keep going. They body slam the guards. Doesn't oh. work. <laughs> they get to Tinkerbell thing. And they present Anya as Tinkerbell. And it has to work. And then uh, she, she does it. It goes down. And then uh, everyone's like, thank God the show came on, blah, 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 yay. And then they're like, all right, so you saved our ass. Yeah. What would you like? And they were like, one, to not be kicked out of the park. Two, where's Walt seconds. Disney's head? They're like, Walt Disney's head isn't real. And Miles finds it anyways. That's the end? It. Is that it? Yeah, that, that's it. Okay. <laughs> oh. I mean, you did it on time. I'll give you that. That was my main goal. That was frankly. interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Pretty um, empty. <laughs> would Kenny Ortega direct? Would I what? Can any Kenny Ortega direct? Yeah, would Kenny Ortega be attached to the, to yes, the project? Yes, he would. Of, of course. course he would. Yeah. Okay. Could he not? That has Kenny Honestly. Ortega's name all over it. Of course. You'll have the I didn't include numbers, anything though. about the 90s in it, but just imagine the vibe of <laughs> yeah, it being in 93. The only thing that I would, as a producer, tell you, like, I wish you'd done this differently. Yeah. Is I would rather have Miles Teller be Tinkerbell. Not for looks, just for redemption theory. That and just kind of would have been better. Hilarious. Wouldn't I it be funny to see change. Miles Teller as Tinkerbell? I agree with that change. And like frankly, I, um, I have to say, I won't put my name on that. <laughs> Kenny Ortega can have his name on it. But I will Alan Smithy that, because that was terrible. Stamp Alan Smithy on that. Alan Smithy yeah. is the creator. Yep. Of, All right, guys. I don't know let us know if you have a movie. better version of my terrible movie. Yeah. <laughs> or if we should just forget that ever happened. I, mm. 
I'm sorry, I was yawning. That's okay. <laughs> it's late. And it with is. that, everybody, that concludes our Merry Christmas holiday season. Woo! Holiday season. Um, please uh, go on Instagram. Yes. And uh, you'll find out what the heck we're doing next week. And go like it. Go go like it. Go comment. Go tell us how much you like the story that Katie made up. Go tell us your it's thoughts terrible. on the movies we saw this week and we saw throughout the holiday season and tell us what you want to see next let's see what you think about how we should you know keep going on 2021 but most importantly go to apple podcast leave us nice reviews like put some little stars for us because yeah because you love us we're professors you'll you'll love us and if you don't love us just leave that review as well yeah go for it we just like the attention i'll read it i I will read it on live podcasting oh okay i died that's that raises the bar in a way that i didn't know we were doing but sure yeah, that's right that's right i will read that hate comment do it or a nice comment just do it and with that promise in mind thank you class for joining we'll see you next time goodbye Good night. incredible one of the worst performances of my career and they never doubted it for a second Oh, this has taken a weird turn, but yep. thank you for the Spanish. I'm sorry you guys had to listen to more than 20 minutes. Yeah. Top Gallant Radio, brought to you by Daniel Gonzalez and Gabe Mara.